Welcome to Because I Said So, a podcast where we amplify youth voices and use age to better understand the world around us. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you find us. It really, really helps others find this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey everybody, we have a very special guest today. Her name is Julia. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and maybe talk a little bit about just your history with athletics and where that started for you? Yeah, so I am Julia Holterman and I am currently a senior at Independence and I run cross country and track. Um, I kind of started running when I was... I kind of have always been running really around my neighborhood with the guys on our neighborhood playing games like cops and robbers. Um, and I did, um, I started to do running run club, um, in elementary school. And then after that, I, um, with that run club, we did the spring Hill kids marathon. And that's where I met one of my best friends, we were, we had already met, but we kind of became best friends running that race. Um, and I ended up winning. And then I just kind of realized that I liked to run, um, as a sport. So I ended up running in middle school, well, running in elementary school. And then in middle school, I moved around a bunch. So I didn't run as much in middle school because I was moving around the world. Um, but yeah, I just jumped right back in, um, freshman year and have been running cross country and track ever since so yeah yeah and I mean obviously there's so many great opportunities that running has brought you and running in college at Lee next year as well and that's all really exciting but I also wanted to ask you about when did you kind of start to notice a little bit of mental health come into the situation whether that be with like obsession or just kind of running becoming your identity or things like that because I feel like that's really easy once you start to get into those higher levels of sport yeah so for me my freshman and sophomore years of cross country um were really just fun everything was fun um that I didn't stress about times I didn't really I just was out there right racing having fun having the best time and that's really what it should be you know like we really should be doing the sport because we love it not because we're anxious about getting a specific time where it's become our identity or um whatnot but kind of during COVID and quarantine um my sophomore year because that was that was the spring of my sophomore year um, was kind of when it became more of an obsession or more of a part of my identity. Um, I kind of got more anxious around it all. Um, and that year, that summer, I kind of just made, um, running my identity. I think that's probably a part of that is because of COVID, you know, like it's kind of the only thing I had at that point, but, um, that season, I kind of just everything that I thought about myself came back to how I was doing in running, you know, like how I was performing and how my races went. Um, and that, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And I feel like it's hard because athletes can sometimes be almost praised for that like obsession with it. Cause it's like sometimes yeah. to a certain degree, it can like yield a little bit of those results. And it's like, to some degree, you do have to be very committed to get those results, but there's that balance that I think for me too, I lost during quarantine when it kind of just became everything. Like you needed it. It was a crutch. It was what you could control in a time where I think we couldn't control anything. Um, and so I also wanted to ask you about like how that kind of manifested itself physically for you. And I think we'll get into this in a minute too, because I've struggled with obviously a similar thing, but how there's so many athletes that maybe if they don't have something that can be seen physically, they never really get the help that they need. Yeah. So just to touch on a point you made earlier about how we can, as athletes be praised for that obsession, I think that's super, um, I don't know. It's super common that you find in the running world, especially that people are praised for, you know, wanting to do more even and pushing themselves maybe too hard, you know, like if they want to do an extra rep, but they really shouldn't, but they're just doing it because they feel like they like should, um, or just even things with, you know, um, food and how much they should be doing. So I guess going back to how that manifested, um, for me, Physically, um, basically I, over that summer, over quarantine and over, um, the summer of 2020, I ended up not fueling myself properly and I was overworking myself, um, and ended up in a place where I was really underweight and that would have been um, if I didn't seek help and if I didn't get better from that, then I would have been severely injured most likely. And, um, it was also impacting me mentally. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, basically I wasn't feeling myself properly. And so my body wasn't able to perform its normal functions physically and mentally. So I wasn't able to be um, a normal person, you know, like I, you could think that I was normal, but I was really just constantly worried, um, about a lot of different things and, um, just kind of, I don't know. I was always worried and always waiting for something, I think. Yeah. I think that that's really common. It's like, especially, when like you feel like you can control all of these different variables and you kind of begin to develop. I mean, I've talked to my counselor a lot about this. Like a lot of athletes have OCD and it's kind of goes mm-hmm. unrecognized because they do it. And a lot of times, like in relation to their sport, it kind of becomes like that. And like we said, like that can be really praised a lot of times, but like you were also talking about, I think it creates this cycle, like, especially with things like underfueling where maybe you start to not perform as well. And like, you feel like you have to over overcompensate by maybe like eating even less or doing even more like, and then it just becomes this cycle yeah. more fixated and more fixated and more fixated. And then it's like, you're just spiraling. And I, I think it is really toxic and because we both dealt with that and we both kind of got help for that and struggled with similar things. I mean, I did get injured. I had multiple like stress fractures because of it, but it does make me think about people that 
maybe don't have is like obvious of like mental struggles with their sport. And I think that that's really, really kind of a concern. Um, and I also wanted to ask you about like trying to heal on your own. And I know right now during this season, you and I have both taken some time off in terms of competing to just try to focus on that and heal ourselves, especially before going into an environment like college where there is like a lot of pressure as well. And so I wanted to ask you, how do you handle others' opinions in a time like that where maybe not everybody understands you trying to heal for yourself? Um, I guess I don't really know exactly because I haven't had many, you know, like I haven't had many negative opinions towards me, but I think like it is really hard. Um, just the uncertainty of what's going to come out of this. Um, I know that like taking a break right now for myself and getting better physically and mentally before I, um, start training and prepare for, you know, college running, um, is going to benefit me so much more in the long run. Um, I think whenever I start to doubt or worry about that, it's really important to remember the long run and remember, um, just like how much the little things have helped, you know, like for me, just like, if I start to get like worried about like, Oh, I'm not running as much or I'm eating more than my friends, et cetera. Um, then I can start to remember like, Oh, how much happier I am now. Like how much I've been able to recover and like how much that has helped me physically and mentally. And just that I can be, myself now and like work towards being myself but even then it's still hard um sometimes you know to deal with those things um and I guess really I'm still trying to figure that out um but yeah yeah and I mean that kind of leads me into what I was gonna talk about like a little bit next too it's like something that you and I have talked about is um yeah like I feel like in a lot of ways like the criticism that we think we're gonna get is like we don't actually get it's more just like in your mind you're like people are gonna judge me for this um but it is scary because I think with something like a physical injury like getting a stress fracture or something um I know we talked about how that is like a visible thing and so nobody's like oh like why aren't you running right now but it's like when you're having to explain like a mental injury and somebody like comes up to you it's like hey are you injured it's like a little bit harder to know exactly what to say and I know that you experienced that too definitely yeah right now like whenever somebody because all my teammates around the track they know that like they're like why Julia normally like is running and training with everyone and like why is she like not really running so I've had like a lot of people ask me if I was injured and whenever that comes up I honestly, my response is like, you know what? Yeah. In a way I am like, I, it depends on the person what I say, but normally, um, I, it's just like, yes, I'm injured, um, in a way and more in a way, like if I continued to, um, train at the level that I was running at, then I would have a like severe injury and, um, I just need to get ready for Lee and get ready for that stuff. So the answer, the short answer to like, 
do I have an injury right now is yes, but it's healing. So I think that that's so beautiful. Like, oh, that is just, I couldn't have summed that up any better because I absolutely agree. I think that, I mean, again, like we've talked about like this whole time, I think that it's the way that we view mental health as athletes um, is really invalidating. And so I think that like when we are able to really see it as like an injury and something that needs to come first, because you can't perform if you're not, I mean, especially in a sport like running where like you're having to manage pain and do all these things. And it's just such a mental sport. Yeah. You can't perform if you are not, in the right space mentally. And so like, I think it is, and like you said, it has these physical manifestations. Like I've read a lot of things that talk about like how your body can't really differentiate between stress. So like the stress it knows from training is compounded with the stress that it just knows from life. And so like all of that can combine yeah. and get you injured too. And so I think that that's, it's just such a huge yeah. thing. And I wanted to ask you, I know you touched on this a little bit about some of the good things that you've found during this time that maybe you've gotten to have like a little bit more time to explore other parts of you or like fall back in love with the sport? Yeah. So it's been really great actually. Um, just as like the last couple of months have gone by where I've started to get better, I've realized like that I have become more of myself again. Um, and I think a lot of the times when you're in that cycle of, um, I don't know whether that's restriction, whether that's overtraining, um, you feel like that's who you are and you don't really know who you are exactly. You're kind of just in a cloud of like uncertainty all the time. Um, but now I've like been able to find joy out of, of the, in things outside of running and outside of, um, food and just like been able to connect with people more like, I've been able to hang out with people and like, even just the simple act of like smiling and laughing and engaging in conversations. Um, and that's just so fun, you know, like just being able to be there and be present and be with people. Um, another thing is, um, I've been able to do pole vault in track recently because we just got a pole vault and it's so fun. It's just like something that I enjoy and it's not like, it's different and it's, it's honestly really challenging because it's not natural, but it's a good way to challenge myself and just have fun with it. So that has been great. Um, another thing that I've been able to branch out to, um, is just getting back into art again, um, for a while, just with, um, everything that was going on, I was just anxious all the time and doing art was something that I used to love and, being anxious all the time, I wasn't able to do art anymore because I just couldn't, um, get myself to a place where I could even sit down and make anything because I was so anxious about it. Um, so just being able to branch out and do art more and not worry about it as much. Um, I've done crocheting and just all, all the, like the little things. Um, and I don't know, just, really the main thing is like, I've had so much more energy and so much more ability to smile and to laugh and to like actually go throughout my day without just feeling like I'm living in a blur. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause I think especially like, like you said, like, I think that there's, especially when you're in like a competition season, quote unquote, like you're 
like always living in the future of like, oh, I have this coming up, oh, I have this coming up, oh. and it's like, like you said, it's really hard to be present with people if you're viewing that kind of as like your worth. And I think that there's also times where like I look back on high school and it's like, again, running has given me a lot too, but there's definitely things I look back on that I missed out, like maybe like staying out with friends because I was like, oh, I have to get to bed or like, you know, going to like a certain thing. Yeah. I had something and it's, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Because there have been so many times in the past where I like, especially during COVID, um, I had a set bedtime and I had like... Everything that I did was, I control, I like, I controlled it. So whenever I would go and hang out with my friends, you know, like I had to get home by a certain time or like, oh, well, I had plans to do this or like, um, it just, I wasn't able to really enjoy because I was always worried about specific things. And I guess like also like not being in a competition season now, like I'm, I don't have that worry and stress of like, oh, I don't know, getting to bed on time. Obviously, like I, I need to get to bed at a good time to sleep well. And, you know, we all need our sleep, but um, little things like that. Like I can go out to eat with my friends. I can hang out more because I have more time. And I think it's really important to um, just realize how much relationships and like friendships in your life matter. And I think at the end of the day, like, your sport isn't going to be permanent. And so one of the main things that I have all like that I believe is like your sport is not permanent and you can't place your identity in anything. That's like, if you try to place your identity in anything that's changing um, and not stable, then that's, that's going to fall out and it's not going to, it's not going to end up in a good bought because your identity won't be stable because it's going to be changing whatever you placed it in is changing so um at the end of the day like it's really important to value your relationships and friendships and just um actually like put some time and um time into that and see like how much that actually matters instead of just like yourself and your um goals I guess yeah because the impact we make on the world is really what how we impact others oh that is so I love everything that you just said so so much that's like all so wise and so like I just feel that makes me feel like really inspired and happy too because I think that sometimes uh, like we just take ourselves so seriously and it's like you're just forgetting kind of like the joy in it and I see myself doing that all the time but it's like like you said when we slow down and we really focus on relationships and how we're making ourselves feel and how we're making other people feel and like having our identity rooted in these things that are stable and that you know we can rely on I think that that is so important and so kind of I have two questions so yeah think, and oh sorry go ahead okay sorry. I was just going to say, um, back to like placing your identity in something that is stable. And, um, I just wanted to say like relationships and friendships aren't necessarily stable, um, either. Um, so it's important that you also don't put your identity in your friendships and like who your friends are. Um, but I guess for me, the example that I would give to someone 
um, is for me, like placing my identity in God, like, and who God says I am, because that's the only thing for me that is stable and not changing. And that is going to be like never ending. Um, and I just wanted to say that before we got on, because I didn't want people thinking, you know, like I, Oh, I'll place my identity in my friendships, but friendships don't always last. Yeah, so. no, I absolutely agree. I would say the exact same thing for me because it's also like, you know, other people's perceptions are not always like the right thing of you, you know, and so, like we're all fallible and we're all, you know, like, yeah, but I, I love, I completely agree with what you said. But um, yeah, so like the final two questions just to kind of end on. The first one is, why do you feel like sports can create these kind of like silent spaces if we don't talk about mental health? Hmm. Well, um, I think a lot of it is because our sport is so much focused on performance and, um, just physical health that the mental side is just so disregarded. And nowadays, like the mental health part of sport is coming out, like is being more publicized and as an important thing, um, which is so good. But I think a part of it is just that a lot of people can hide that. Um, so they don't realize like how much it's impacting them and people, other people don't realize, um, that they're struggling in a way. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Do you have any points on that? No, I, I agree. And I think it's just because it is so normalized to have like that, those obsessions and to kind of like put your identity in it. Like, I think it's just like people have seen that for so long and not really addressed it. I mean, we see with older generations, I think in general, that a lot of times like mental health hasn't been addressed. And so I think our generation can change that, which leads me to the final question, just to sum it all up. Um, how do you feel like we can make mental health a priority for athletes and just make that a better space? Um, I just really think that like, I have thought about becoming like a, a coach because I think there's a big need for female coaches, um, in the running world and, and, and like every sports, but I think it'd be great if just that coaches were informed of how much that mental side of the sport, um, mattered and really like talking to their athletes and through, workouts and how they're feeling and like they don't have like the, they don't have the athletes don't have to talk to them but just becoming like available to talk through things and um just understanding of what's going on um or if anything you know just knowing being able to deal with like race anxiety or walking through that with your team and making it more of an atmosphere. Um, that's like more out of fun instead of like that obsession or that, like we have to do all of this or we get to, instead of we have to. Um, I also think that it's really great. Um, how a lot of people are opening up about their mental health in sports and just how important that is. You know, we have started to see that more recently um, online, which is so great. Um, and yeah, 
Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I, I think that you would be such an amazing coach. Like I, if you were my coach, I would be the most blessed person, but I already, I feel so blessed to just know you and be your friend and just humbled to be your friend and yeah, and to have you on today. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.